Hi. Hey guys. Thanks for coming back. What's up? So what's your story this week? Or do you want me oh, to go we're just, first this We're week? just jumping right into it. I don't really have any news. Do you have any news for the week? My cat died. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the thing about it. I think that's it. Yeah? It's, it's getting winter. It is. I hate that. Um, I hate winter, so... Well, I have a love-hate relationship. I love it. But it makes me very sad. Yeah. Because it's cold. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it. I do not. I hate the summer. So I hate hot. the summer, too. I only like fall. I'm only happy for three months. <laughs> Spring is also too cold. Mm-hmm. Summer's just too hot. Mm-hmm. Falls perfect, and then winter is terrorism. If you say so. Yes. Um. Besides that, I don't really. I hope you guys have a fun Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unless you only invite like ten people. Yeah. Who does that? The people who follow the rules. Ew. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Um. You don't have any news at all? I got a raise. Congratulations. That's about it. That's it. Bay, no one cares. Um. Yep, yeah, okay. Well, we're boring. That's it. So, um. I have, okay, so, I'm doing the two spoopies in the series this time, um, because one of them is actually good, mm -hmm. so I'm excited for that. The first one, meh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the story is exciting, but not, like, anything else. Okay. What are you doing? A cannibal island in Russia. Neat. Yeah. I'm excited. They weren't. Probably not. <laughs> um, okay, so my first one mm -hmm. is in South Carolina, and it's called, well, at the Dock Street Theater. Ooh. Fun fact, South Carolina has a French Quarter, and I didn't know that. I did not know that. I just thought that was like a... A strictly New Orleans thing. Yeah. Hmm. So that was neat. <laughs> I was confused for a minute, and then I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's where the Dock Street Theater is located, in their French Quarter District, it's, which is in Charleston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it opened its doors on February 12, 1736, as the neighborhood's first community theater, and the first play that they ever did was The Recruiting Officer. Well, I've never good. heard of that. Me either. <laughs> if you have, tell me what it is. <clears throat> um, it also held the first opera called Flora in the United States. Well, that's neat. Yeah, so like the first opera to ever be here. That's The theater was loved in the community, but in 1974, a fire came through the French Quarter. It always does. Always. <laughs> and destroyed... Like, all the buildings and, like, homes. Damn. Yeah. But in 1809, the building became a hotel, and it had, like, really big visitors, like, um, some dude called Junus Brutus Booth, which is... What a name. Well, um, he's the father of Edwin and John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Great guy. Never miss a shot. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... But I just like the fact that his name is Junius Brutus. Like, why did you do that to him? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but after the Civil War, the building was abandoned, like many others. Yeah. And it became very run down and was supposed to be demolished, mm. which is very sad. That is sad. But the owner, which was Milton 
Pearlstein wanted to save it, so we put it up for sale, and the whole community was like in an outcry, and it was bought, turned into a WPA, which is a works pro a works progress administration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went through innovations, and it turned back into a center of performing arts. That's cool. With a main lobby and a box office station, so that's, that's cool. Important. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, the total was like thirty-five or three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's how much the renovation costs. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it went through another renovation in two thousand ten that costed nineteen million. That's a lot more. Yeah. Well, they added bathrooms and like state-of-the-art lighting. Are and there golden toilets in these bathrooms for that price? I don't know. <laughs> I just know that they added the bathrooms, the state-of-the-art lighting, um, some modern heating and air conditioning, and, like, they currently, I think, now have 120 performances per year. That's neat. Yeah. I still didn't hear $19 million worth of stuff (laughs) there, but that's neat. Um, I didn't look up, like, how much the Broadway puts off, so I don't know, like, if that's a good number or not, but if you know Broadway or plays... probably, like, every night or every weekend. I have zero idea. I have no idea how Broadway works. I just know that I want to see Cats and The Lion King and um, the the barber guy. I forget. Every, Sweeney Todd. Sentence. No, Sweeney Todd. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> I get it. He has barber scissors guy, for hands. I get hands. it. I mean, They're played by the same dude. Right? It's so confused. He did nothing wrong, by the way. Oh, Amanda Heard? Yeah. Um, fun fact. Uh, Amanda Heard can go fuck herself. And that's your PSA for the week. Yeah, if you don't know anything about that, um, she is an abuser who likes to beat up on men, and then when she gets in a courtroom and gets the recording played back about her admitting it, she likes to giggle and laugh like a psychopath. And then he gets to lose all his jobs in Hollywood, but she gets to keep hers. So, hashtag don't watch Aquaman 2. Fuck you, Amber. <laughs> I'll continue. Okay, so... Um, one of the spirits that live here is a girl named Nettie Dickerson. What a name. I don't know why, but I really love the name Nettie. I don't... It's, like, so different. Yeah. I've never heard that. Me um, So she moved to Charleston because she loved the city and she really wanted to find her a man. She didn't have a man. Um, she was 25 years old, but that really didn't matter because, like, back then in 1840, if, you know, you didn't get married at 17, you were a hag. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So, she was considered old, but she really thought, like, I can find a man. Yeah. Right? Many men really did think that she was, like, intelligent and that she was beautiful, Mm -hmm. but none of them wanted to, like, marry her. So that's really sad. That is. But she, like, still had hope. So she took a little job at the church. Mm -hmm. Um, She loved the job, and she could look over at the hotel, and she could see that there was men with prostitutes. So she decided to give that a try. That took a weird turn from starting a job at the church. I think... You know, Nettie just thought, like, well, if men already think I'm intelligent and I'm pretty, then maybe if they can, like... Give the car a test drive, they'll jump on in. Like, yeah, maybe I can hook them in with that, you know? Wop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so she tried to end up being, she tried, you know, the prostitute life. And she ended up quitting her job at the church and becoming, like, a full-on prostitute. Um, as you corrected me on the last episode, it's sex worker now. You are correct. I apologize. (laughs) She became a sex worker. Um. Which doesn't sound any better, by the way. Well, (laughs) prostitute, you know, because prostitute has, like, a negative connotation on it, where sex worker is just the action. You know, if that's how they feed their kids, that's not my business. Good for them. Besides, men created that market. 
that's an argument for a different yeah. day. So, <laughs> she's a like prostitute or sex worker. Sorry, mm-hmm. she's a sex worker. Um, but she still went to church, you know. So she that didn't go really great. <laughs> I bet. Uh, it's you know times really haven't changed since the 1800s in church. So she would go in. And then all the women would, like, mock and make fun of her and whisper about her and gossip. Mm-hmm. Like they do. Mm-hmm. They would make fun of her, and they even, like, would out, just outright say, like, really mean and cruel things to her. Mm-hmm. And because of the wives and their comments about Nettie, the men stopped seeing her. But I think most... I read in one article that it was because she was getting harassed by all these women. Mm-hmm. And you know just in a split second to fight back she was like okay well your mans are in my bed yeah that wasn't really discreet no so the men were like oh other men heard about that and was like oh well i don't want to potentially get called out on this yeah so no none of them are like willing yeah visiting her anymore yeah Um, so then, like, after all of that and everyone being cruel to her, she clearly stopped going to church. And so, according to what I read, she wasn't a prostitute anymore, but she wasn't, however, fired. Hmm. So, like, she still lived there and she still had her own room there, but, like... Just wasn't seeing customers. Yeah, no one was knocking on her door. Yeah. But her room also had a balcony... So she would just stay on the balcony, like, all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then one night, she was out there, and the priest came to talk to her. And there's different stories and different things about how this takes place, but the one that I'm going with is mm-hmm. that he came to talk to her about things, and he was yelling up at her, and she was kind of yelling at him. <clears throat> but he was still pleading with her, like, hey, it's not too late, you can change your life, like... Yeah, you did this bad thing, but it's fine. Come on, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, she decided, like, to yell at him and basically say some... One of them quoted that her... She said, you can't save me. Mm -hmm. And then at that exact time, a storm came through the city. And right as she said that, a lightning bolt hit her balcony and she was like holding on to it while Mm -hmm. she was screaming at him so she got electrocuted damn that was a plot twist yeah so like the priest came like that's just wild the priest came to tell her like hey if you think about it if you like know Christianity and think about it in a Christian mindset he came to her to be like hey you can change your life it's not too late like come repent Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's like you can't save me and right after she says that she gets electrocuted and dies that's wow yeah that's wow um so Nettie was the first ghost to have ever been seen at the theater um men who are actors there they've said that they've seen a woman walking around in a beautiful red dress which apparently she was the last dress she was wearing that when she died um but he like she's just gliding across the floor in it those that have seen her say that she's not beautiful though like, she was very beautiful when she was alive, but mm-hmm. now when you see her ghost, like, behind, like, from behind, she looks very beautiful still, but then her face is very disgusting and, like, a zombie. Well, she got zapped, so, I mean. I think it's just, like, if you look at it from, like, a skeptic point of view, like, it's very metamorphical. Like, she was very vain and beautiful, yeah. but then, like, you know, uh, but she does, she, so she has weird eyes and they're like wild and she has a horrific expression and a lot of people claim it as like it looks like something that would be in a haunted house yeah like it's very gross a lot of people use the word gross (laughs) i i don't know why but i always find that word just funny it is a weird word especially when it's someone's last name but it's not spelled that way because it always has an e Mm mm-hmm no, like my friend, I have a friend whose name last name is Gross, uh-huh. and it's G R O C E. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, so some people say that they see her daily. Others claim that she comes and goes for months at a time. Mm-hmm. There have been reports of her chasing men around the building. Nettie's still trying to find her man. Still trying to find her man. Um, so disclaimer, some articles said that she wore a tattered red dress and that no one actually knew who the ghost was and that people just created the story mm. for the ghost. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like chicken or the egg. Yeah. With the whole Nettie situation. Um, I like to think Nettie being real. Me too. Um, it does seem like a kind of far-fetched story, but... Mm-hmm. But I want to think it's real. Yeah. I... A lot... I mean, a lot of legends are just, like, the town made it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... I was going to do one called Emily's Bridge, and I have... Um, I might do it later, but... <laughs> skip if you don't want, like... Spoilers. <laughs> um, people say that this woman, like, mm-hmm. made it up in, like, the 70s, and it just continued. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. But I like to believe that they're real. Because, I mean, they come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Like, rumors always start from something true. Um... I lost my place. Give me just a second. Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 Rest in peace, Trebek. Aw. That really makes me sad, guys. Moment of silence for Alex Trebek. Okay. Um, a lot of people just chalk it up that... You know, like, sometimes people can't breathe, and so they (laughs) just chalk that up to the fact that it's, like, an old building. Yeah. And that it contains a lot of dust, even though it was renovated. Yeah. Um, And that the lights were going on and off and flickering, but that was doing... But they said that was just because they were getting new lights put in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's not how that works, but okay. Some people say that you can only see her from the waist up. They say that because during renovations, the floor was actually raised, and she doesn't know that because, Mm. like, you know, some go, you know. And so that she would still be at the same level, so you can only see her from, like, the waist down. And I think that's interesting. Yeah. I've actually never heard that theory before. Have you? Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Kinda. I've kind of heard that as the theory on why they can walk through walls. Because, mm-hmm. like, if a wall was put up that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. then, then that's their path. Oh. Um, but people say that that whole thing is, like, not true because the floor was only raised eight inches. So it wouldn't have been enough to cut off, Maybe like, half her really body. Sure. Well, no, because they said um, it would have to been, like, the floor would have been raised enough to reach the window seals for her like yeah. the difference of like what they're saying they're seeing and how much the floor was actually raised and not raised and where it was yeah so hmm. wrong another ghost is actually believed to be Junius Brutus <laughs> Booth <course>. um <clears throat> he didn't die there but uh he walked they see People that work there see a figure of a man walking around the stage. Um, they see him with the, when there's a few lights on. They can feel him breathing down their necks. Sometimes he touches their necks. Visitors have seen him walking around in the hallways. Um, it's not confirmed that it's his ghost, but those who've researched who he was and have seen old pictures of him and have seen him, the ghost, mm-hmm. like swear up and down that it's him. Also, how ironic is it that he was one of the first places to stay at this, like, historic theater and then his kid killed a president in a theater? Maybe that's why. Maybe. Ooh. We're on to something. Um, but people say that there's stories of how much he, like, loved this theater. Like, apparently it was, like, his favorite place on the planet. Yeah. So, of course, he would come back here to live the rest of his ghost life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. That's it. Like I said, the whole story of Nettie was interesting. Um, I 
it still blows my mind how in the 1800s it was like if you weren't married at like 14 and you're 20 and you're not married yet then you're a hag yeah and it's like people sometimes wait till they're 30 40 yeah like that's crazy have changed yeah I mean kinda but yeah some people still think people are like an old hag if they're not married yet yeah so I'm gonna do the cannibal island in Russia I'm excited it is the horrific consequences of Stalin's experiment on Nazino Island Stalin? mhm it was in the 30's okay so in the summer of 1933 wait is this like a torturous thing is he like torturing people is this a social experiment that was the exact word that was used Okay, I'm so uncomfy. We'll go over this in more detail in a minute, but pretty much he was trying to get this thing to grow all of Russia. So he was sending the less desirables of society out into the like different wilderness areas to try to start up civilizations. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Remind me. I'm usually really good about my history, but I kind of forgot. Yeah. I don't. Was Stalin Russian? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Now, sometimes I get confused, and I think he was like, because Stalin doesn't sound Russian to me; it sounds Italian for some reason. But then I'm like, no, that was Mussolini. So especially then. since his first name was Joseph. Yeah, right. Like that doesn't <laughs> sound Russian to me. I don't know. Continue. So it was the summer of 1933. Uh, thousands of Moscow citizens were rounded up by police and sent to live on a small swampy island in Siberia's Ob River. Um, cool. They were unwilling sellers in Stalin's new social engineering plan to relocate millions of undesirables into remote areas. One, I don't like the fact that it said, what was the first word you just said? Settlers. Before that. Um, social engineering. Something about how they didn't want to be. Yeah, they were unwilling yeah, settlers. That. Okay, unwilling. I don't like the fact that you said unwilling plant, like yeah. plants. And then undesirable people. Yeah. Recipe for success. I feel uncomfy. This is bad, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. It gets rough. Okay. So, he was mostly sending them into areas of Siberia and Soviet Kazakhstan, where they could cultivate the land and develop self-sufficient communities. Cool. So, like, um, those... (coughs) I can't think of words. Um, the things that were like normally their hippies live. It starts with the sea. Compounds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that the idea? Or is it Kinda. like. Okay. Um, and he was quoted as saying that they would undoubtedly die, but hopefully they would build some towns first. What a good dude. Yeah. Wow. So the first 3,000 arrived by a barge. What? is that like a big boat oh okay yeah 3,000 people on a big boat um also I don't remember if it's this link or my other one but this island was only 650 yards wide and a little less than two miles long okay so I'm not good at math Mm -hmm. so I mean I can under I guess that means it was overcrowded but yeah with 3,000 people 3,000 people packed into two mile stretch of road that's like as wide as six football fields oh yeah that and they want them to build societies mm-hmm. okay yeah. so he really wanted them to just fail yeah is what I'm getting he's doing this for fun pretty much so he's really great they, the first of them showed up in May there's 3,000 of them mm-hmm. and it was described as a gulag disguised as a special settlement and they were dropped off with no tools, no food, and no shelter. So, like I said, he just wanted them to... Like, this was his own entertainment. Yeah. And conditions were already deteriorating quickly with snow, frost, rain, and freezing winds. And still more people were continuing to arrive. We killed him, right? Yeah. Good. Um, guards patrolled the waters, like, constantly. And would shoot anyone who tried to escape the island. And every okay, but how would they have even escaped anyway? Because if it's already, like, cold 
and it's Russia, right? Yeah. So the waters are probably freezing. Do yeah. they have sharks in their water? I don't well, know. It was an island, but it was an island in a river, so it was only like okay a short distance to shore. Okay, never mind. But I mean, if you're desperate enough that you went off this island with all these people, I'd swim through a couple hundred yards of freezing water. I mean, well, now that I got, I forgot that it was a river, and I thought it was like the ocean. <laughs> So, every four or five days, they would distribute rye flour to eat. It's about 300 grams per person, so not a lot. Uh, the inhabitants took their flour to the river and mixed it with water and drank it for, like, sustenance. That's... And some of them tried Ugh. to just eat the powder as it was and accidentally mm. breathed in the dust and suffocated. That's terrible. Can you, I can't even imagine just living off of flour. Yeah. Like, that's not even... Nothing about that is good. That's not fulfilling. It's not tasty. It's not... Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. Ugh. So, a local communist instructor named Vasily Veliko mm-hmm. heard about the struggle on the island and decided to investigate in July. Did they shoot him? Well, he was one of their, like, leaders, so no. Oh, okay. He was going to check on it. Oh. Uh, he wrote that people began dying in a Duh. government report stamped top secret and filed away. Uh, he said they were burning alive while sleeping too close to fires and died from exhaustion and cold. Those poor people. But the most troubling was that many of the island's inhabitants resorted to when they started to starve. Because, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. And he did this to his own people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, a woman from the island who was being transferred to another camp was brought to stay the night at the home of the Bolina family in a uh-huh. nearby village. The woman was taken into the back room and spent the night. And when they started undressing her to get her into night clothes, they noticed that her calf muscles had been cut off. Excuse me? And what? When they asked no, her, wait, hang on. You can't just pass by that. Mm-hmm. What? Her calf muscles were carved off. Why? We're getting there. Ew. When they asked her about it, they said she said they did that to me on the island of death. They cut them off and cooked them right in front of me. Mm. Mm. Okay, like I knew that this was coming because Cannibal Island, obviously. Um. Excuse me. Okay, I was thinking maybe, like, okay, so, like, someone died, so they're like, oh, let me, you know, eat them. Not, like, oh, you're fine, give me your calves. Like, that's... Yeah. Ooh. Um, and one of the island prisoners later told interrogators when Can they she asked walk? him... I guess. She got there. Ew. But they asked one of the prisoners that was there in an interrogation after everything was over. They're interrogating them? Well, they asked him if he had eaten human meat. Yeah. And he said, that is not true. I only ate livers and hearts. Well, good for him. That's still human meat. I mean... Okay, but if you think about it, not really, because, like heart transplants you can put a pig's heart in our body and it functioned the same so organs don't organs are organs they're not really like neat he he described that he had made several skewers from willow branches and would slide pieces of human organs onto them and roast them over the campfire and he said he picked those who were not quite living but not quite dead yet it was obvious that they were about to go that in a day or two they'd give up and die. So it was easier for them that way. Now quickly without suffering for another two or three days. So like it, is he just justifying himself? Yeah, pretty much. Ew. Okay. Uh, another person that was being interviewed mm-hmm. said that people were dying everywhere. Uh, they were killing each other. On the island, there was a guard named Kosta Vinikov. Sure. And he fell in love with one of the girls who had been sent there and was courting her. And Weird. protected her from all the other people. I mean, lucky her, I guess. Yes. 
Um, he had to go away one day on a mission, and while he was gone, he told his like fellow guards mm-hmm. take care of her. But as soon they as didn't. he left, all the people overran them, and he couldn't do much about it because he wasn't there. So they caught the girl, tied her to a poplar tree, cut off her breast, all of her muscles, and everything they could eat. They were hungry, they had to eat, and when Castilla came back, she was still alive, and he tried to save her, but she had lost too much blood. Who requested this? Um, Keith Collins. Neat. (laughs) This story is very comfy. So, when that same communist person, leader guy, came back, I can't pronounce it. McCall and Oliver, whatever. Uh, Vakilicho? Oh, yeah. Vakilicho? I don't know. Uh, He returned in August, which is only a month later, by the way. Okay. So, the first time he was there, they were like, some of them are starving and like burning to death, but other than that, they're good. Okay. This is a month later. Yeah. Um, he returned and it was evacuated after 13 weeks from when they first showed up. And the grass wood on the island was overhead high. The locals that went there to gather berries started discovering corpses in the grass and stick shelters full of skeletons. Okay, hang on. One. I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. One. How does it take a month to get grass to go above your head? Because, like, that does not well, happen. It already was, like, not people living there. It was already just an abandoned island. So it already had been that high. They were just oh. making the point that, like, okay. the grass was high. They were just finding bodies everywhere. Okay. Second. Yeah. Why did it... I know that eventually human beings are going to go nuts. I get that. Um, but why did it... Yes. Why? Russia. Why did it only take them 13 weeks to start eating each other? No, it took them 13 weeks to get them off the island. It only took them about 8 weeks to start eating each other. Why? Desperate times. So, out of... Those are not animals? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was nothing. So, out of 6,700 prisoners brought to the island, only 2,500 returned. Well... I honestly expected you to say 25. Mm-hmm. So. I feel. T- do they. I mean, they all have to have, like, crippling yeah. PTSD or something. Like. Is that it? Is that how it ends? Like, is there not, like. No, that's pretty much it. Did they get these people help? It never gave any further details. I mean, it's communist Russia, so probably not, but like... They probably just killed him, honestly. Probably. So, okay, yeah. so... <laughs> I'm apparently really behind on my dictators. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but Stalin's always been, like, one to confuse me. Mm-hmm. And I've always just been like, I don't know where and why, but it's always been like, oh, he's not that bad. And then... You just, you know how Putin is now, and you just assume that's how he was. I guess. Like, you know, probably. And then, I, you know, I hear about Hitler. I think it's because Hitler was shoved down our throat, and then it was Mussolini, and you really didn't get much of Stalin except for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you didn't learn about this. (laughs) So... Um, he's a bad dude, and I'm glad that we killed him. Fun fact that I'd like to look into further down the road Uh is to see if anyone's done any paranormal investigations on that island, because if 4,200 people died there... I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, fuck, no. Um, okay, so... One of my favorite movies, like... Creepy wise. Yeah. Not like horror movies, but creepy wise is Silence of the Lambs. Uh-huh. I like un okay, so it that's one cannibal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one that's caged, yeah, he's you know, whatever. But one. Mm-hmm. 
cannibals freak me out. I'm not gonna go to an island <laughs> where there's probably vengeful, pissed off, angry cannibal ghost. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. I'm not doing it. They're gonna probably try to kill you and eat you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. No, sir. So what's your last story for the night? One that doesn't involve calves getting cut off. Good. Yet. <laughs> Fun fact, while you prep your story. Um, did you know that orangutans are actually, like, super smart? And mm -hmm. when they, they pay attention to people mm -hmm. and know what is important to you. Mm -hmm. So when you piss one off and they attack you, they always bite off your fingers and rip off your dick. That's funny. No, it's a, not. I have a cute story about an orangutan. Mm -hmm. So one time when I was in like, when I lived in Virginia, we went on a field trip to the National Zoo and there was like an orangutan section mm -hmm. and the enclosure like was kind of like plexiglass or whatever. But it was open at the top, and, like, there was a tree, and then there was, like, electric cords that went yeah. all around the park. And so I was, like, talking to this orangutan, and I was like, okay, bye. And then he looked really sad. And then the next time, like, the next thing I heard was, like, some lady screaming, like, oh, my God, the orangutan is up on the wire. And then I looked up, and this orangutan is just, like, climbing the, like, pole wires, like, following me. They got him down wow. and put him back, but, like... Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think they have a net over it now. I'm not sure, but... Probably. Yeah. Um, so this one is, is good. Um, I had two videos that I was going to play, but I think I'm only going to play one because I don't think one of them... You guys, I don't think you guys would be able to hear it as good. But I am going to post both of these video links in the Facebook group page. Yeah. So, which I'm mad at all of you, by the way. All of you. Every single one of you. Have disappointed me. And me. All of you. All of you. If okay. somebody don't make a post after this episode, I'm taking it down. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this one's called The Sally House, and it's in Kansas. All right. So, the Sally House was, like, basically reported being many times as America's most haunted house. Okay. Yeah. According to some articles, that's what it said anyway. <laughs> yeah. It was built, well, the house was built um, sometime around, like, 1867 to 1871 in Atchison, Kansas, I mm -hmm. believe. That's how, it's, I'm sorry if that's not how that's pronounced, but that's how I think it is. Um, and the Finney family basically lived there for like ever, like over a century. <laughs> the husband was Charles Finney and he was a doctor and he used part of his home as his practice. So basically the whole upstairs he turned into an apartment for his family and like downstairs was like the waiting room the whatever lady and then like his practice yeah like where he would examine you that's cool sure <laughs> not i don't think that's san you know whatever <laughs> it was 1800s they don't really care about sanitation yeah um so the front i mean so basically the front was the office space and the examination room for the parents and so Charles and then his wife and their baby lived on the second floor one night they were just like chilling in their house and a mother yeah. like frantically was like beating on their door uh -huh. with, their, with her six year old daughter and her daughter had just like collapsed mm -hmm. and so she was like fix it <laughs> yeah. clearly um, so, like, he was, like, in the middle of talking to this mom, and she was, like, I don't know. All I know is that she was reporting, like, she had really bad abdominal pain, and then she just, like, passed out. I don't know. So, he was, like, probably appendicitis. Mm -hmm. Let's take this sucker out. Um, the mom agreed to that, and 
he basically jumped the gun a little bit and he started to operate on her before the anesthesia kicked in. Ooh. So she died mm. on the table while screaming in pain. That's terrible. Yeah. She was six. That's so terrible. Um, but they continued to live there for the next century. And then the next owner <clears throat> was a single woman. She was like 40 years old. And... Or no, I mean, okay, blah, 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 blah. Um, the next owner lived there for about 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't 40 years old. She could have been. I don't know. Um, until the house... And then, so she rented the house after that to uh, the Pickman family in 1993. And their name was, like, Tony and Deborah, And they were expecting a son. Which, when he was born, they named Taylor. <laughs> Good job. And then some shit happens. <laughs> always does yeah um so from what i gathered i don't i think the majority of it happened while the pikmans lived here if not all of it i'm confused on that detail but i think that they don't live there anymore and i think other people have gone there Mm -hmm. and they've like moved in and they experienced stuff too but i'm not sure yeah um i think i addressed that at the end (laughs) But they started happening, um, according to the Pikmins, the paranormal stuff started happening, like, immediately. So, these are not in any, like, certain order. I just kind of, as I came across them, put them in, but none of them are, like, in sequence of events. Yeah. Um, but on October 31st, 1993... Tony came home from work and went into the kitchen to get some water. He noticed a little girl that, like, staring at him in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. he dropped his glass and ran upstairs to tell his wife, and, like, she wasn't there. <laughs> oh, wow. Their dog would just stare at nothing and then start to growl, which I've experienced that, and that's never fun. <laughs> yeah. It's always terrifying. They would often hear noises upstairs in their nursery, which is uncomfy because they just had their baby, so... Stop it. (laughs) Um, There were burnt finger marks, mysteriously, like on just randomly lit candles. That's not okay. It didn't specify if they were like candles in a glass jar or like stick candles, but I would, to me, the wax, I maybe like, but it would show up on glass too, so I'm not sure. But either way, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't light these candles. It just happened. Hmm. <laughs> Fires randomly happened in the house. Well, with candles lighting themselves, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, toys rearranged themselves. Physical attacks started happening to Tony. Um, he would get scratches on his chest ab- and abdomen, which is, you know, related back yeah. to Sarah. Burns would be all over his body. But Deborah and the baby were, like, never really harmed. Like she probably had a man vendetta because a man murdered her. That's the theory. Like, there is that theory happening. Um, so, that's actually the next point. Is There's rumors that attacks on men are common here. There's not much proof of, like, it only happens to men. But from everything... And that one article said that. But from everything that I researched... Um, most of the paranormal investigators were men. They did have a couple of females there, but most of them were men. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the accounts of people who knew people who lived here and were friends with them and been over to the house, mm-hmm. it was always the men. So I'm going to go ahead and say it, that that's right <laughs> from what I've researched on. But people believe that that does make sense because she's taking out like she has all this anger built up on the doctor so she's taking it out on all the men yeah the pikmins would actually buy her gifts and toys yeah they thought it would make her happy and she would stop Mm -hmm. like beating him up it didn't work Mm. she was like no thank you um so they eventually moved out after two years um but they did return 10 years later to investigate with psychic investigators. Uh-huh. 
Um, the first visits didn't really have anything happen. Um, but after one of those, it started off with Tony getting like yeeted backwards into a door and pinned. Dang. Yeah. And pinned against it to like where he could not move. And it was by something invisible. Like he like was being put like held there. Mm-hmm. But nothing. You, you, they couldn't see anything holding him there. And was just, like, slammed. Like, a movie. I do not like that. No. Um, I do mention this later, but, like, a lot of the investigators and people who come here, like, psychics and things, will tell you that this house is nothing but demonic. Yeah. Like, energy. Like, it's not just, like, good. Like, it's demonic. Mm -hmm. Um, so, toys, just, like, I think I already said that. Yeah, toys rearrange themselves. Um, there's been reports of cold spots, objects levitating and moving. Do not like that. By themselves. Lights turning on and off, random fires, picture frames being turned upside down. Um, video investigative equipment just stops working. Batteries that were fully charged instantly become dead. Um, some things say that, like, it's only while you're in the house. And then as soon as you step out of the house, it'll not be dead anymore. That's... I don't like that. (laughs) No. Others claimed that they ended up with scratches and bruises. Like other men. Yeah. Um, People have been touched. So, the women don't really experience... I think... So, the men are always the ones that are getting scratched and terrible things are happening to. But the women... Like sometimes we'll get brushes across their neck or like blowed on or something yeah. but like the men always get like violent things that's not fair <laughs> well man killed her um trained guide dogs will refuse to enter the nursery which I do not like that because dogs are always right mm-hmm. and they just had their baby like do not like that Mm-mm. do not mess with a baby <laughs> Um, Sally isn't the only thing there in the house. There's many members of the Finney family. Apparently there's a Civil War soldier, um, an adult prankster, a young boy named Frank, who died, like, a year after Sally due to a botched suicide attempt from his mother. How did his mom but try she to survived. suicide kill him? Yeah, um, I'm a, maybe she was, like, pregnant. Mm-hmm. And try to kill herself, and like they took her there, and he could get he could save him, but not her mm-hmm. is what maybe that's the only thing because like maybe she tried to shoot herself and had really bad aim and shot her son, or at least that was her story. Well, it says botched suicide attempt, which means a suicide went wrong. Oh wait, Frank, who died a year after Sally due to a botched suicide attempt from his mother, she survived. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she tried to, like, shoot herself, and then it just ricocheted and killed him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing because it's funny. No. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, most psychics identify that the negative spirit attacking the house and the strong energy that it's attached to the land, and it's older than the house. That's never good. No, and they, they believe that it lives in the back of the basement, which is also never good. No. Skeptics have, <clears throat> like, like strong, hardcore, like, I'm never going to believe in a ghost. I don't care what you say. I always will try to find the scientific proof. Have mm-hmm. left fully believers. That's encouraging. <laughs> um, the Kansas Paranormal Group did an investigation there and discovered that there was another spirit there that's a middle-aged woman who is apparently the one who's supposed to be the violent, frightening attacker, which yeah. I don't know. But if you think about it, there was that old woman after them, but I don't know if she was actually old or not, but... Yeah. Um... One visitor said that they went to the home once when their friend was living there, and they saw that, um, her friend's bedroom curtains, like, um... Like, they just, like, his curtains just caught on fire. Well, that's fun. Like, and, yeah, just, she watched them be not on fire and then on fire that's fun yeah 
Um, a pen. So this one's really weird. <laughs> um, so this is where it gets like really creepy. Um, so there's a pentagram. <laughs> oh, that's a good sign. That was found by the new owners that live there now. Mm-hmm. That came in right after the Pikmins moved yeah. out. They found it, and they covered it up with black spray paint, and there was never a photo of it, like, taken before then. But <laughs> that pentagram keeps, like, reappearing, and it's clearly to perform, like, satanic rituals. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the way it's, like, appearing, it's believed that people are actually, like, breaking into the house or something like that and performing these satanic rituals in the house. But that's without any okay. of them knowing or hearing or seeing anything. Yeah. like That's not okay. I put a <laughs> camera in my basement. It just keeps... And no matter, like, how many times they, like, try to make it go, it just keeps happening. And, like, it's been... I mean, like, I saw some of the pictures that, like, they then took after it kept reappearing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, like, hardcore, like, ritual-y kind of stuff. Like, yeah. there was... Symbols and, symbols and oh we'll get there <laughs> um i almost think that maybe it's not a person and it just keeps coming back and the pitmans did it maybe if mm-hmm. they listen to it just like hear me out <laughs> okay wait i could be wrong hang on okay i take that back i don't think the pitmans did it i think someone in the house at some point who lived there had to do it Mm -hmm. and the reason i say that was because um so the kansas investigating group that i told you about the paranormal people they actually did luminol tests Mm -hmm. in the house and blood splatter was found in the master bedroom closet and demonic like sigil or sigils 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 yeah um were like on the walls and apertures like okay so i take that back it was not the i thought i read mm-hmm. that wrong no it was not them um but someone who lived in the house beforehand clearly put the blood splatter like yeah in the closet like the master bedroom closet yeah also um in 2012 there was a bloody sweater found in the attic so, and no one really knows how it got there. And if people live there, like, clearly you're going to... No, someone's in your attic? Well, that and, like, if... <laughs> like, the Pittmans, when they moved in, they would have seen it. Yeah. After they moved out, the new, like, people that rented it would have seen it. Like, yeah. it just showed up. It's weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, so, it could be weird people... <laughs> And they're really good at being ninjas and doing weird things. But then that would really ask, are these people like sneaking into the closet when people are sleeping or they, did they like, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. No. Um, but that investigator that works there, I think he works for them. I'm not sure, but I think so. But again, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, Tim Wood was his name. Um, he first investigated the house in 2007. Um, but he says, like, at first they thought maybe it was, like, spiritual, like, or whatever. But he is 100% positive now certain that it is, in fact, demonic haunted, like hauntings. Mm-hmm. And that it is hazardous. So he doesn't really recommend people. That's great. I mean, well, people are getting, like, attacked. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> so... Like I said, I, I chose two, but if you really go- Google, like, Sally House paranormal investigation videos or, like, whatever on YouTube, there are loads and loads of videos. Like, some are hour-longs of people's, like, whole entire investigations. Wow. Mm-hmm. And some of them, <clears throat> it's always recommended to use headphones, which is why playing them over here might not Maybe be. Maybe we should just link them and... The well, sound's I, probably going to be terrible over the, the microphone. Okay, well, I'm still going to play it so, like, they can hear your reaction. But okay. if you do want to hear it, I will post both of these videos in the Facebook group. Um, 
they they made me like I had chills like yeah. <laughs> um it's about they're both using spirit box sessions so that always freaks me out <laughs> yeah um so give me a minute I'll bring it up but like I remember when I was researching like this a while ago, like just for like fun, like way before I ever thought about having a yeah, podcast. Yeah, I remember we had talked about this like a long time ago, <clears throat> almost before. And I remember watching some of these videos, and like people, like just normal people, were getting like slammed into doors. Um, one heard like running coming down the steps and a growl, but like nothing was there. Like he I was in the basement. Like yeah, um, <clears throat> and the basement isn't, from what I can tell in the videos I've seen, it's very like kind of small and tight yeah so and it lives in the back of it so like it's not very accessible it's very accessible like that's oh. my point is like you're like right there like it's a very tight secluded mm-hmm. that's true it's not like big and open like some basements like mm-hmm. it's anyway so <clears throat> um i'm gonna play this video for him for his reactions if you can hear it awesome if you can't sorry if it sucks and sound I'm sorry <laughs> but okay so this is a video on YouTube and he's in the children's room mm-hmm. and he's using an um you know an EMP and stuff or whatever okay or the voice one whatever voice box no Doesn't love you and yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And said help. I do not like this. Mm-mm. And, like, this is, like, a whole, like... So, like, how no, much is, I guess, is after that. But, yeah. like, they said, like, the box said help. Mm-hmm. And then one of them said clairvoyant. And then, um, yeah, when it was, like, yeah, right. And then one said love you. Yeah. You That's didn't really give much of a reaction, but. No, those things always creep me out. They, they definitely creep me out. <laughs> so, it's in Kansas, if mm-hmm. you want to go. Um it is open to investigate if you want to um just you know word of the wise probably don't go mess with demons i don't advise so what i'm that. hearing is we need to put together a trip to go to kansas for cash days and then investigate no. the sally house when the street race is over no i said don't mess with demons that's, that's what i said so um, places to not go that we've learned today is Cannibal Island in Russia. We don't want to go there. Um, and we also don't want to go. do, though. No, we don't. They're, like, what part of angry, pissed off, vengeful, cannibal, dead ghost do you not get? I've that just never had a truly, like... <clears throat> shocking experience and I think that's pretty much the guaranteed way to get one what do you mean we literally had a like a demon like make us like run around king a whole last night yeah but I wasn't like terrified I was that's a story for a different day I'm not I'm not ready to tell that one still but anyway um yeah, so we're not going to go to Russia. We're Cannibal Island in Russia. Yeah. And we're not going to Sally's house in Kansas. No. Like, things, like, I've heard, like, the growls at these things. May- no, no, sir. Mm-hmm. Nope. No ma'ams, no sirs, none of that. Cool. So, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think Thanksgiving's next week. It is. But that's on a Thursday. So we won't talk to you until then. So I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Eat lots of food. 
all the food. Because you could die, so Have it doesn't more than matter. Have people over. <laughs> um, be safe. Be warm. Be good, decent people. Don't play with demons. Um, don't be cannibals. What other lessons did we learn today? There was a lot. Yeah. Um, don't maybe go to doctors who practice out of their house. Yeah, it's probably generally just a bad idea. Especially if you're in the 1800s. And if you are and you're listening to this, congratulations. Can you can you send George Washington back here? Yeah, we need him. <laughs> um Yeah, that's it. I don't I don't know why I feel awkward ending this one right now, but I do. I don't know. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.